Coming live from London is our guest this afternoon. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Paris Aranki, CEO and founder of Shiagato Consulting, an innovative consultancy that helps firms and individuals sharpen their effectiveness. Welcome to the show, Paris. Thank you, AJ, and welcome to everybody watching, listening, uh, you know, feeling, smelling, whatever they're doing in today's show. It's great to be with them. Right, right. So I must add, welcome to India. And, you know, it's a, it's a lovely feeling to have a guest like you, and which is very much, you know, and this is the football season. I'm sure you are enjoying football here. Also, we are looking at that whole thing in a very neutral manner. We do not have a team in the yes. World Cup, but we hope to have someday soon. Wow. In, inshallah, as we say in the Arab world. And namaste right. to all the Indian colleagues. Yes, uh, we are competing against the World Cup today, AJ. So uh, I know more people will be tuning into this than I think it's the Wales-Iran game on right now, uh, because this is much more exciting. Come on. Let's right. So right, yeah. right now we'll be talking about, you know, how people can use especially businesses, individuals can use podcasts as branding purposes, how they can make the best use of that. And yeah. just like you have, you started doing it. So first to, first to understand, uh, Faris, is that you call yourself, instead of a CEO, you call yourself a chief effectiveness officer. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, very, that's very, you know, that has arisen my curiosity and <laughs> absolutely would like to understand that new thinking that you are trying to bring. Yeah, uh, my whole company, AJ, is about effectiveness. I, I breathe effectiveness. I like to make other people more effective. So uh, having the title Chief Effective Officer is super important to me. You know, what do I mean by effectiveness? We can all, uh, it's not productivity, right? You can only be effective if you're actually achieving your goal. You can be productive if you're just doing more stuff. But if true effectiveness is getting you closer and closer to your goals, getting you further along that path. And that's what I really pride myself on doing, uh, both for my company, but really helping others to do as well. Right, Paris. And and you are helping other firms and sharpen their effectiveness. What does that mean? I, I just we just wanted to understand what exactly you do uh, in your firm, so that you know businesses who are interested in that part can certainly take your advice on this, engage with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I say, it goes back to having clear goals and how do you get there? And often the companies that we work with, and we work with big corporates that people will have heard famous companies like uh, Amazon and uh, and uh, Tesco and Mars, uh, but uh, we also work with small companies. So we help them achieve their goals. How do we do that? We do that through three pillars, uh, AJ. We do that by helping them improve their IQ, which is their intelligence and their level of creativity and the ideas they have. We help it by improving their EQ, which is their emotional intelligence, how well they can take other people on the journey to achieving those goals. Because without that, you cannot do it. And then the third thing that we help with is focus. Uh, because if you're not focused and dedicated to deliver on your goals, they're never going to happen. So it is around these three different pillars that we help companies. Right, right. I, I saw that, you know, IQ, UQ, EQ, and FQ, focused quotient, if I if I understood it correctly. That's correct, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Two things. One is the chief effectiveness officer, and yeah. then it is the FQ. 
and today yes. is the time you know when there is so much of you know distraction that yeah. you need to be focused so how did this come to your mind and what exactly you mean uh, you know focus quotient when you talk about it it for some people it might be so, too simplistic but actually to put that into businesses and in life is uh, it's not so easy there are so many uh, books around it there are so many writings that keep on uh, happening every day so wanted to understand how do you bring that into your client's life or other part of it, in your own life also how do you use yeah, that it, fq part into this okay so i mean how do i help clients how do we help businesses if you think about focus we only have a limited amount of focus and that's the same either for a company or an individual now at the company level uh, often the most common thing i see that steals focus is trying to do too much okay i walk into companies and i've been a strategy professional for 20 years now aj and every time the same thing happens companies tell me they're working on 50 strategically important things and i say 50 how can they all be strategically important 50 in my own personal life i don't try and do 50 new things uh, i don't try and lose weight i don't try and learn the language at the same time get married move house i said you should be focusing on three to five maybe right so let me help you decide what are the most important, what is going to get you to where you need to go. So that is the probably the most important thing around focus, prioritization, choosing what not to do as much as what to do. Okay. Now, but even, even doing that, we still have barriers to our focus. Okay. In a company, it can be, say we decide we really want to implement something new, but we haven't trained people how to use that new technology. That is a barrier. So we need to remove those things. All right. Um, we need to make sure the flow from A to B is as smooth as possible. And that is increasing focus because people lose focus every day at both a macro level and a micro level. Um, yeah. And when it comes to me and you, we easily get distracted. So how can I improve my focus so I have 100% dedication on things? And there are simple techniques. Some of it is from your basic needs. Okay, When you're hungry, when you're cold, when you're tired, you don't focus as well. So can you make sure those things are limited? But also, uh, don't get distracted by things. Multitasking doesn't help. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't help. Um, sort of having things that you're always doing a workaround. They add extra time to the what you need to achieve. So there's lots of little ways to personally improve your focus too. Right, Ferris. And that is where now the part of podcasts and podcasting come in. Yes. When there is so much to distract an individual as well as Businesses, especially, you know, small businesses, consultants who are always trying to figure out about lead generation, more business, more clients, individuals who are already trying to, you know, cut that to do list. At that time, you uh, move towards, you know, adding podcasts to your list. One more work, one more responsibility as an individual, initially as a podcast host. And then as a very active podcast guest, what is it that you found so interesting in it? So important about it? So much, you know, uh, assimilative as part of your business strategy, either yeah. to grow your personal brand or your company that you brought it into your life so that people understand the importance of, you know, podcasts for their uh, business branding for their personal branding so that they can live. So how did you get to this podcasting thing? What did you find important 
in 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 it to you know add to it as part of your focus uh, and uh, and moving forward with that and then that is where we'll move towards you know your uh, podcast journey as a guest and the learning so but first of all why why where why and when did podcasting became become important for you so podcasting for me first started so i started my company 3 years ago aj if for those who are doing the maths as we speak that was 6 months before covid uh, happened so my first year as a business was fascinating i started to grow a little bit a little bit and then covid came and i lost all my clients all my work and i had to start again and it was during that time that i thought what can i do um initially to market myself to sort of you know i saw lots of podcasts and i thought i'm going to try a podcast uh aj so i i sort of developed a format started recording a few episodes it was fascinating but you know what it was damn hard work and i very much uh, admire people like you who do it regularly after and i must admit after two episodes i'd had enough you know it was just too much work i'd recorded a few things but it just it was the editing it was the scheduling it was the so i decided look i like this but uh, there's got to be another way uh and i came to the, i looked at it from the other way and i said hey instead of doing my own podcast why not be a guest that way i can still achieve the things that i wanted which was marketing meeting really interesting new people uh really sharpening my message okay that is such a powerful thing about podcasting the opportunity to practice to say things over and over to share little bits they helps me be better at my thinking as well as uh, connecting me to others so so i switched uh, about 2 years ago to being a guest and i've never looked back right right and that is where you know you said a uh, podcast for marketing marketing your business marketing your your as, as you yourself as a brand and then you also talked about messaging you get that opportunity to you know talk about what you want to talk about about your message a different platform with different audiences which is also your target audience and that helps you for your own business what would you tell to other businesses who are just trying to figure out you know another tool for themselves to market themselves today the world is in a slowdown mode almost a recession in a lot of places now in this amidst all these things how can businesses uh, look at podcasts and podcasting either as a guest or as a podcast uh, being part of their whole marketing effort as a marketing tool what would you like to tell them uh, as a business owner yourself uh, if if they are want to they are looking at podcast and thinking what exactly which way to go whether to go or not to go what would you yeah. do So you know a an approach that I adopt for my own business is test and learn okay if i look at my own marketing journey i have tried a little bit of everything i have tried uh, sending people emails i've tried writing blogs i've tried doing vlogs i've done podcasts i've done conference speaking i write articles in newspapers and magazine i i try a little bit of everything because i don't know what i don't know and i want to see how impactful it is but also i want to discover what do i enjoy because it's tough if as a business owner you're going to be marketing always and right. it, it is there's nothing more painful than doing something you don't enjoy every time imagine you have to build up the energy to go oh i've got to go and do this right it's just going to slowly chip away at you and that's no good so i'd say to anyone who's never tried podcasting try it first of all see if you like it see if it gives you energy see what you get from it and not just one try a couple you know try be 
maybe you don't have to set up your own, but start by being a guest. That's a lot lower transaction cost. That's easier to do. Um, and um, you'll be amazed, right? You'll be amazed at the reach, the impact. Now, have if you get, walk into something with no uh, expectations, then you're going to be much more surprised. Now, what do I mean by that? I never say I need to reach 100 listeners, 200, whatever, or specific people. I just say, let it out there and see what comes back. And I get some amazing responses, but not from where I expected. You know, people I will talk to will say, hey, I listened to you on that podcast. I read that article. I, uh, and it's fascinating because it means so much to them. And that little bit of connection, extra connection, particularly when you're a small business or you're trying to improve your brand, is immensely powerful. So give it a go. All right. Uh, don't set your expectations too high and just enjoy it is my kind of advice to anyone thinking about podcasting. Right, right. In a time where, you know, there are so many businesses, podcasting companies that tell everybody to start a podcast at their own. You are a new voice who talks about being a podcast guest because yeah. podcast guesting, uh, podcasting may not be uh so enjoyable for all of them so many of them and that is why in fact uh there is a thing called pod fade 80 percent of podcasters uh they don't do podcasts uh after 10 10 episodes 80 yeah. to 85 percent of them and and that's a worrisome sign because for many even monetization is an issue but for businesses uh if they can look at the right sort of a uh, podcasts for their podcast as podcast guests, then they can actually uh, reap good fr fruits for their businesses. But one thing I want to understand from you for the audience, for especially small businesses and uh, business owners, coaches and all, what should they look for in a podcast? How should they decide what podcast is good for them? Like it, you are into a, you are yourself a consulting firm. How yeah. do these people who are consultants, coaches, and even small businesses look at which podcast is right for them? What should they go and get out of that podcast? How do they prepare for it? What do they have in mind? What is the right sort of preparation uh, for them? Many a times it is not always possible to have that, you know, interaction with the podcast host or the podcast uh, in in a manner that they want to before before the show, so they need to you know find things for themselves. What is yeah. it? How do you do it for yourself so that it can you know uh, lead uh, give them some some sort of an advice for a lot of people out here. So I think you know how do you choose a podcast? Uh, find the right place. You know, look for the signs. Where do people like you hang out? You know, uh, human beings are simple. We build trust in the same way. It comes through three three levers, AJ. Uh, right. Is the person authentic? Do I like them? Is the person credible? Do I actually, am I learning something? Do I believe what they're saying? And is the person reliable? All right. Uh, are they doing it? So if I'm looking for a podcast host, is someone, do I like them? Do I believe they know what they're talking about? Are they reliable? Are they going to do more than 10 episodes? Uh, so I look for someone with a bit of a proven track record, but a lot of it comes from recommendations. What are my friends listening to? What are the clients that I want to get to? What do they listen to? And then you might, you might find a perfect podcast and you go, well, this guy's super popular. How am I going to get on his show? 
do you know what? If you don't ask, you don't know, right? Send a nice email, send a nice message. You'll be surprised. They're often looking for a guest. They often, if you've got something interesting to say, they'll make the space. So this is this is a very simple philosophy that I do. And I've ended up on some amazing shows um, just by being curious, by, because my friends enjoy it. Um, and, you know, you don't have to go and get on Simon Sinek's uh, podcast or uh, David Goldman or, or anyone famous. It could be someone who are on their way up and you being on their show helps you go on the way up as well. So uh, the way I like to think about it a little bit, AJ, is uh, it's like being something like a, a new actor or a new comedian. At the start of your career, you're going to do some shows that only two people listen to or watch. These don't mean it's a bad show. It's just the beginning of your career. Okay, these are the ones you'll look back on. So sometimes I'll go on a podcast and there's there's only three people listening and one of them is my dad. <laughs> but it's because of that I can do the next one, which is five people, the one after which is 20 people, 50 people. You know, I've been I've been on conferences. I've given I've given talks to thousands of people, but I couldn't have done it without building up on podcasts and being invited and each one is being a stepping stone. Right, right. But you see, Faris, you need to be consistent and keep on uh, focusing on the right thing. You see, I, when I read your article, I yeah. did not come to Medium and see your article that you have only uh, uh, you know, 10 or 12, 15 uh, followers, if I'm, if I'm correct. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, your article featured on Pod News. Pod okay. News. Pod News is one of the top leading newsletters on podcasting. I get that every day. I don't know. I didn't tell you this. No. Now, their, their subscribers are who's and who of the podcasting world. Wow. And, and they have around 25,000 subscribers. And it goes to all the top guys of the podcasting world every day. For us, it is evening for me in India. At different yeah. time zones, it is. So you see, what I want to say is that nobody decides on people by the number of followers they have. They decide on because of the value that they are bringing. So for me, it is not about a certain number of followers for anybody on any particular channel. Even I don't actively post on Medium. I just post for the benefit of people or yeah. for the SEO purpose so that people know that there is something on text. I myself, I've got 27 followers on Medium, but that does not mean anything. The whole job is that is that is where the, the important part is that even if people who are only on a limited platform, there is something called that viral effect or there is something called that whole uh, article can be picked up by anybody who values that. And in pod news, you won't get picked up by just like just by the number of followers. It's a top editor who decides that. Yeah. And the top editor is a brilliant man. And, and that and is. Do you know yeah, what's you're, funny? You're, you're, your lights are going out, AJ. Do you yeah, know what's yeah, funny? There, there is some power, but at least we are, you know, the light has not gone out of our life. I'm very much alive here. Yeah, you're alive. You're like, do you know what? This is this is fascinating and very funny because now I, I didn't know about pod news, uh, but this makes sense now because, as you say, I only have uh, like uh, twelve followers on on uh, medium. I, I have about twenty seven. I got twenty seven. So between us, we don't even have enough to fill a big room, right? Uh, but um, 
Uh, I write every week at least one blog. I really enjoy it. Something else I enjoy, again, similar things. It helps me sharpen. And every week I get about 100 people read my article. Okay? The Pod News one, the, the article I wrote, it now explains it. It was 10 times the people who read it because it got picked up and featured on Pod News. So now this explains it to me. I suddenly was looking at my numbers one day. I was like, why have a 1,000 people read my article? I, I don't normally get a 1,000 people. But uh, this explains it. Uh, and this is yes. great to hear. Yes. In fact, you'll find it. Go to Pod News and you'll find that article down in the on that particular date. If, I, if possible, I'll share it with you. But you see, yeah. if you had just thought, look, why do I write for on Medium and who should I write it? I've got only a limited number. It is not like that. The online world works very differently. And you never know who is reading, who is listening, who is watching. The same way like your, your, your listeners, your viewers. And you see how it, how it has gone. From Pod yes. News 25,000, all the top guys of the podcasting world, to yes. people like me, it let, makes me go to your, pod, uh, for, to your Medium page. I am also a subscriber of your blog. You know, yeah. of, of, and, and now I we, we are talking. So that's now why. Talking, yeah, yeah. Let, let me tell you another story, AJ. Um, earlier this year, here in London, in the UK, I ended up starring in a billboard advertising campaign for a large global insurance company. And that is a very similar story. It came about uh, just by being consistent, uh, by sending in, asking, they were they they were looking for somebody to be uh, in their campaign. So I I sort of wrote in. I didn't get it, but they said, "Look, you're a nice guy. Let's stay in touch." And they asked me to do a podcast. Funnily enough, uh, one podcast led to two podcasts, led to three, led to writing a few articles for them, and then they said, "You know what? Next year we want you to be our superstar. We're going to put your face all across the UK." And uh, you know, my mom, my dad, all my friends cannot believe that I've been you know. Uh, done this all from just replying to one uh, request for a podcast. So great things can happen to you if you just put yourself out there, be yourself, be nice, be friendly. You can really ha have some amazing achievements. Right, right. Try to give yourself that chance to bring the best out of you and the universe will listen to you exactly. in whatever way it can. That's what. That's why I mentioned this. I brought this up specifically without even... You know, telling you about it, it I did not know. <laughs> I did not know that you don't know. You even wrote an article on that. Like how, how, how did it happen? I could know about it, but then incidentally, we got talking about this, and it is such a great thing that how the universe works, how good things work, and 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 thanks to the editor's sense of editorial judgment that they have that thing that they can bring out the right articles that can bring out. The important parts of a of a podcast podcast guest journey and the learning for it and it gave us a lot of insight also that is where i was talking about the 20 to 30 minute sweet spot so yes. let us also share with the audience you know that from two two podcasts as a podcast host you went towards podcast guesting and towards onto a spree of podcasts getting 50 podcasts in a year how how do you and with this i want to also uh, get that insight for the audience uh, what made you go for uh, a good number of podcasts almost one every week and what should the audience think in terms of or a small business consultant coach 
decide in terms of uh, or for their own podcast guest guesting journey what do they think how did you decide on this what should they think of taking this journey forward how do they do so uh, my, my thought was initially i just uh, once i decided i wanted to do podcasts i started signing up for lots of podcasts and and sort of partly by the scheduling i found that uh, i would do about one a week sometimes two but sometimes uh, which was uh, doing one a week was my was a sweet spot both in terms of how much time i could give up uh, but also i missed it if i wasn't doing it every week it, you know it kept me sharp it gave me a chance to reflect and and share stuff from that week or 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 build on it so i did settle pretty quickly in my head to to aim for at least one a week um and that uh, i think was was a really good thing but uh, it doesn't have to be that regular you might do one a month uh, but setting yourself a goal or a regular frequency means you actually make stuff happen so if i if i look at the ones i do one a week some of the i'm approaching people you know i'm sending them emails saying hey uh, here's my profile would you like me as a guest but uh, nowadays equally i get people send me so but in the early days you're going to have to do a lot more contacting if you want to be a guest you need to reach out and there's some lo- lovely platforms out there that you can find lots of podcast hosts you know so maybe pod news maybe um uh pod hub i'm trying to remember one that someone shared with me the other day but there are several places you can go i use matchmaker right. a lot uh to There's find pod match pod match is also there pod match that's the one i was thinking of yeah. pod match yeah so um so yeah set yourself a goal is very important uh, and that that fits in with your lifestyle and what you but also remember you know i work the way you run my business is i have a i have a philosophy of two outputs from one input so if I do a podcast, that's uh, I'm going to look to how else can I leverage that? So not just market it, but maybe I'll turn whatever I spoke into a talk or maybe I'll turn it into a workshop. So that way, even if I'm investing one hour, I'm getting two things out of it. Um, and if you start looking at your business this way, there's lots of things that you do um, that you can get more out of. So not to see that, oh, this is an hour of my time. What a waste. But this is an hour of my time. I'm going to achieve two things here. So. Yeah, one a week for me is the is the right uh, frequency, uh, and I like variety as well. So I will do. Uh, I decided I wasn't just going to stick to the same shows. So because I'm learning just as much as I'm sharing. So I've been on talk shows, and what do I mean by variety? I've been on shows in every continent, in different languages. I've been in shows um, that talk about finance, that talk about mental health, that talk about. Uh, uh, TV shows, you know, because everything we are, we are made up of a whole combination of things, uh, not just our day jobs. So uh, for me, I like learning more, uh, sharing more, and you never know where you're going to get some inspiration. So um, yeah, uh, there are lots and lots of podcasts out there, AJ, even with the 80% fail rate. Right, right. So uh, very quickly, yeah. Uh, is that in your podcast journey of this one year with 50 plus podcasts, yeah. several of them live now, and now it's all Facebook live, LinkedIn live, and YouTube live. At least today they are all together. What has been your some of your learnings and observations as a podcast guest from which, you know, potential uh, podcast guests can benefit from and make the best for their personal branding as well as for their growth of their businesses. 
I think my learnings are very varied, right? Uh, be prepared is is a great learning. If you're not prepared, you don't have things you could talk about. And what I mean by that is um, great to do a session, you know, a little bit of research on what the podcast is going to be about, maybe swap some messages with the host around what topics you're going to cover. But also be prepared. I've been on some podcasts that haven't gone so well. All <laughs> oh, right. right. Um, for one reason or another. And you need to be prepared to handle that. You know, either I've been asked questions uh, that I wasn't expecting. Uh, so you don't want to just stand there and go, uh, uh. but equally, sometimes I've done a show where maybe the host isn't having a great day or they're not very experienced. And you almost have to take over. You have to help them to get the best. You know, I've had shows where the host just goes quiet and you're like, come on, I need a question here. I need something. I need somebody else to talk. So you're kind of coaching them. So be prepared for everything uh, is definitely a key learning. Um, and um, the other thing is, the other learnings I've had are, um, is listen as much, right? Too many times people go on just going, I want to talk about this and this, this, and they miss or they don't actually interact. Remember, it's, it's a discussion. It's not just a monologue. Okay, it's very easy. And actually, some of the podcasts I really enjoy are where there's more than two people on it. So right. you really have to listen to the other people. You're having more of a debate or a conversation. Um, and I think that people listening to it enjoy that as well. But um, So, yeah, lots of learning about uh, which are things I teach people anyway in day-to-day -day life, right? Listening is a super skill. Do more of it. Uh, preparation is fantastic. Go connect with everybody. All right. Don't look at even if it's a bad podcast, think of the positive stuff. So these these are probably the top learnings I've had. And every time I do one, it reinforces it for me. Right. Now, there is so much of talk about, you know, video podcast. Earlier, it was too much about uh, audio podcast. Yeah. And now several platforms like Spotify has gone for video podcast as well as audio podcast. Then YouTube has had all uh, videos and now it's gone to podcasting as well. So what should the potential guests or the businesses or coaches should look at uh, whether they should look at more at video podcast, audio podcast? How should they be prepared? Should they ask the host, how do they find out whether it's going to be a video, audio? How does it work for them? Yeah, I think I think they should check. And I, I you know, I, I don't quite know which is best i have a, i have a assumption or a hypothesis that still more audio podcasts are listened to than than video ones video is very indulgent you know when i started doing videoing i was um i was fascinated to learn that 80 percent of videos are watched with no sound on because oh, right. yeah most people watch them at work where they don't want their boss to find out so if it doesn't have subtitles they're not gonna they're not gonna stick with the video okay absolutely yeah. So so if it is, if they are going down the video route, find out, you know, what kind of things they put around it. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, they're, they're, they're very similar unless you're unless you're very visually conscious, you know, you're worried about your image. You know, it's good to get used to it. I remember speaking to an actor friend of mine who explained at acting school, you spend your first week just having a camera in your face because if you're going to be famous, your face is going to be everywhere. So you need to get comfortable. Right. Um, but um yeah, yeah. You probably will apply your biases. You'll think, "What do I like listening to? I like listening to this kind of podcast, so I'm going to go on that show." But really, you know, they are. Uh, I would say, park your assumptions. Just go into it. Um, it's much more about what you're talking about, who's going to listen, than the format for me. 
Right, right. I just wanted to understand from you as a podcast guest, because many people have the dilemma, and especially about their own voice, as well as, you know, the look that they would give on a podcast show, especially a lot oh. of people are very conscious about their voice and the look. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got past this now. Yeah, I look, you know, even now we're on the video. I'm thinking one of my shoulders is higher than the other. I'm thinking I talk out of one side of my mouth. I'm talking that, you know, all these things. But I've stopped worrying about those things. That is just being a human being, AJ. Um, right. I think I say the word uh, too much. I say all these things. But do you know what? I'm comfortable with it now. Perfect. Perfect. Right. Now, my last question to you, uh, okay. Paris, is to understand how do people connect with you and, you know, get more effective in their work as well as get more focus in their in whatever they do? How do they engage with you? How do they learn more about you? Where do they connect with you? Yes, great question, AJ. And uh, I would, you know, I'd love to talk to each and every one of your uh, listeners and viewers. So the best place to find me is either on my website, which is sheerghetto.com, www.sheerghetto.com. You can see sheerghetto is S-H-I-A-G-E-T-O. Uh, or on LinkedIn. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Uh, Faris Aranke, uh, you can find me there. I'm also on Instagram and I'm on Facebook, but LinkedIn is probably the best place to find me. So drop me a line. Let's carry on chatting. Uh, invite me on your podcast. Uh, whatever. You know, I think you get the impression I'm willing to throw myself out there. No, I enjoy it. And uh, and also look up AJ. Watch more of his shows. They are very good. And I very much enjoyed in preparation for this podcast. Uh, watching that's, that's very kind of you, uh, Faris. And I must tell you, it's a very nice session. I really enjoyed talking to you. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you very much once again for joining us on this show, Paris. Thank you.